Chapter Six of the Cowardly Lion of Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Aaron White. The Cowardly Lion of Oz by Ruth Plumley Thompson. Chapter Six. The Seven Doors. As Bob and Notta came closer, they noticed that each door had a brass plate nailed on the center panel, engraved with various names and instructions. Keep out, directed one shortly. Well, that surely cannot be the right one, exclaimed the clown, moving hastily to the next. Don't waken the baby, advised the second door. So Notta and Bob tiptoed carefully past. This way to the dorms, no admittance till February, said the third door. And it's only May now. We cannot possibly wait that long. Notta took off his hat and made the door a polite bow. Besides, he explained to Bob, who was slowly spelling out the words on the fourth door, dorms stands for dormitories, and dormitories stand for sleep. Who wants to sleep? King Theodore the Third, said the fourth door. Whew, whistled Nada. Another king. Come away, Bob, up. I don't trust these king chaps at all. The queen, announced the plate on the fifth door proudly. Adora the First. No one without a title need apply. Well, we may not be earls, but we're early. Chuckled Nada, winking at Bob. They hurried curiously to the sixth door. Push, said the plate. But would that be wise? Ruminated Nada, rubbing his forehead anxiously. Let's try the last door, Bob. Don't try me too much or I'll fall on your head, wheezed a disagreeable voice. Haven't you anything better to do than to go try and pour hard work indoors? After a talking sign, Notta and Bob should not have been surprised, but they were simply astonished, and for a moment could do nothing but stare. This door answers itself, said the plate on the seventh and strangest of all the strange doorways. No bread, no ice, no milk, and if you're selling brushes, you might as well go at once, continued the door sulkily. We don't need any. We're not, interrupted Nod in a slightly choked voice. We just want to get in. What for? asked the door stubbornly. Is it a door matter? Have you cards of admission? We're hunting Dorothy and the Cowardly Lion volunteered Bob timidly. A likely story, sniffed the door, looking contemptuously from one to the other. But what could one expect of people with curly ears? We have not curly ears, cried Bob, stamping his foot indignantly. Don't argue, said the door stiffly. How's your temper, long or short? It rolled its wooden knot eyes inquiringly at Notta. "'What's that got to do with our getting in?' asked the clown impatiently. "'Short,' muttered the door triumphantly to itself. 
No, you'd better stay out, I think. Her highness is very slammish today, and the last time I let strangers in, she nearly twisted my knob off. That's the trouble round here. When anything goes wrong, everybody slams the door. Sometimes I almost wish I were a sofa cushion. I wish you were myself, frowned the clown, for then I'd toss you out of the way instead of wasting my breath here. Are you going to let us in or not? Not, snapped the door, rattling its knob vindictively, and I don't care a slam what you wish. Bob, said Nada, turning his back on the door, did you ever hear anything like that? Let's try number two. I'd rather risk waking a baby than trying to argue with a door that answers itself. I'm not afraid of babies, said Bob, following manfully. The knob of number two turned easily, and the door swung open with such a rush that both Notta and Bob fell through. At the first glimpse of that baby, Notta clapped his hand over Bob's mouth and rising with quaking knees, pulled him toward the door. For you see, it was a baby dragon. A snoring, roaring baby dragon as long and heavy as a freight train. It gave a shrill whistle and snort as the door slammed shut, and Nada and Bob sat down in a weak heap. Baby! choked the clown, rubbing his eyes, which were full of dragon smoke. Well, if that's a baby, preserve me from the rest of the family. Will it come after us? shuddered Bob, in a frightened whisper. How did you like our little daughter? The seventh door looked sideways at the two and chuckled wickedly. Still want to get in? Certainly said Nada, turning a dozen cartwheels to relieve his nervousness. But not that way. He winked reassuringly at Bob. Before I do anything else, I must put on my disguise. No wonder things are going so badly. Don't you think you look silly enough? wheezed the door rudely as the clown drew out disguise number three. Nada paid no attention to this remark, but turning his back struggled hastily into number three. Even Bob felt reassured, for this time Nada was disguised as a bear, a huge and terrible-looking bear. Grasping Bob's hand, he rushed at the door marked PUSH with such a ferocious growl that number seven shook like a leaf. Oh, my inges! chattered the door. That went through me like a sword but immediately afterward it broke into derisive laughter, for no sooner had Nata and Bob pushed number six than number six pushed back, and so hard that the two went flying into a clump of blueberry bushes. Ha! That's the doorway to treat em, brother! roared Seven, and Nata picked himself up and straightened his bare skin. Now, some people muttered the clown, helping Bobby out of the bushes and shaking his paw at the door. Some people would be discouraged, but no more sideshows, Bob. Let's try the Queen's door. If we're to be thrown out, it might as well be done royally. 
there was a silver bell on the queen's door and notta rang it quickly before either of them had time to change their minds for a moment nothing at all happened then the doorknob disappeared but horrors next instant it shot out seized the two in a terrible clutch and dragged them through the keyhole yes it really did not only had they been pulled through the keyhole but they felt as if they had been pulled through the keyhole even notta had nothing to say he just lay on his back and panted whether the keyhole had stretched as they went through or whether they had shrunk i cannot say i only know they went through somehow and were on the other side of the queen's door cards please a doorman in a handsome blue satin uniform was leaning over them are you deaf he asked angrily are you dumb he thumped notta on the head with his silver card plate ah oh, neither groaned the clown what do you want your titles snapped the doorman looking nervously over his shoulder as he did so a vase three books and a pair of fire tongs struck the wall just above his head oh the queen is in a fury whatever shall i do next he mumbled to himself dropping the silver plate and then picking it up again let's run said bob pressing close to notta but the clown had already recovered his spirits and was fumbling in his pockets under his bear skin there you are he calmly dropped two large buttons on the doorman's plate just lead us to her majesty at once someone's been at the jam again quavered the doorman without looking at the buttons oh the queen's in a fury a fury a fury at each fury he gave a little hop you said that before observed notta looking around curiously a fury a fury a fury persisted the doorman continuing to hop and as each hop carried him farther away he was soon out of sight wait cried notta lumbering after him for his disguise made him clumsy wait cried bob up running after notta down the long hall they both ran and turning suddenly found themselves in a large impressive throne room the entire wall space was taken up by doors of every size and shape imaginable and before each door stood a doorman similar to the one they had already seen in the center of the room were two magnificent thrones on the first sat a large handsome queen and on the second a small nervous king the king's crown was entirely made of china doorknobs mounted on gold bars while the queen's was made of many gold door keys the queen was looking at the buttons as bob and notta entered buttons hissed her majesty contemptuously what do buttons stand for us your highness replied notta bowing as low as his disguise would permit and drawing bob forward the king twiddled his thumbs and recited b stands for buttons and b stands for bears b stands for buttons and boy 
bring two chairs nonsense thundered the queen the doorman hastily brought two chairs and bob and notta sat down i think he'll appreciate rule two whispered the clown he's quite polite himself theodore said the queen her face beginning to work curiously theodore i believe they stole the jam bears and little boys are always stealing jam and what right have they here without titles where are their titles adorable queen said the clown half rising and pointing with his paw to the buttons those are the badges of our order we belong your highness to the ancient and honourable order of bachelors and are at present lords of all we survey do you believe that the queen turned and squarely faced the king no said theodore emphatically turning to squarely face the queen how could i when there is no such place where is this all we survey he asked sternly is it in ours notta was so surprised at the sudden turn the conversation had taken that he sat down with a thump he's a dorm screeched the queen her voice rising higher and higher he's a dorm that's what he is what's a dorm gasped bob so surprised that he forgot to be frightened a dorm is an animal that lies dormant in cold weather like a bear or a possum my dear buttons explained the king shaking his finger at bob but he's got no business here now i see it all panted the queen beginning to wave her arms he didn't come here to sleep but to steal theodore he has stolen the jam the king wagged his head from side to side as he repeated this verse he's come without reason and quite out of season i agree with you ma'am he has stolen the jam put out your tongue commanded the queen waving a bunch of keys at notta this notta was unable to do for his bare head had no tongue you see shrilled the queen triumphantly he is afraid to put out his tongue slammer she called turning to a huge doorman who stood behind the throne what is the punishment for door jam stealing the doorman whisked a little book from his pocket and after flipping over a number of pages read in a high nasal voice anyone caught stealing the queen's door jam shall have his knob twisted and every door in the kingdom slammed on him besides how fearfully unhealthy muttered notta rising to protest his innocence but the queen waved him back and banging her keys on the arm of her throne called loudly slammer carry out the sentence slammer immediately blew a sharp whistle and every doorman in the room sprang toward the trembling notta stop cried bob doubling up his fists he didn't steal your old jam tisn't a bear at all it's notta notta gasped the king rubbing his watery blue eyes and leaning forward not a bear 
puffed the clown, hastily snatching off his bare head just as the first of the doormen grasped him by the shoulders. End of chapter 6